Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Local people. Local stories. This is the All Local from 1010 Wins. I'm Susan Richard, and here are today's top local stories. Seven massage parlors that have been on the radar for residents in Queens for quite a while now busted as brothels. Mayor Adams personally joining cops from the 115th Precinct during these raids. There were no arrests, but the message pretty clear. We all know um, what sex trafficking is about. And it's important to focus on the brothels who are creating this climate. From East Elmhurst to Jackson Heights and here in Corona, reaction from neighbors and businesses, it's about time. They say the massage parlors have been not just hurting business, but reducing quality of life. Rush Parr works in a barber shop near one of the brothels that was shuttered. It makes my business worse. You know, because like in the evening time, they start standing in front of our doors. And I told them so many times, please don't stand here. And the mayor says they'll keep taking action where necessary. Glenn Shuck, 1010 wins, 92.3 FM in Queens. A Westchester County resident showing support for two shops along the scarsdale Rochelle border where somebody spray-painted anti-Semitic graffiti. County Executive George Latimer among those outside the Golden Horseshoe Shopping Center. When we stand up here to protest anti-Semitism, we are also protesting racism against our black brothers and sisters. We are protesting misogyny against our sisters. We are protesting anti-LGBTQ behavior. Well, the stores were apparently targeted for displaying We Stand With Israel posters. Michael Middleman is with the Westchester Jewish Council. Events like graffitiing and vandalizing Jewish-owned businesses with slogans that are unrelated to anything that we have any control over and are just pure anti-Semitism, don't do anything. In a statement, the city of New Rochelle condemned the graffiti, saying the vandalism of both Cheryl's Closet and the Scoop Shop have no place in our community. The city says the New Rochelle PD is working with the Scarsdale Police Department and the Westchester County DA to investigate. Governor Hochul taking on hate crimes in New York with new legislation that would dramatically expand the list of offenses eligible for prosecution as a hate crime. We need leaders to step up. We need people to use the pulpit they've been granted by the people to speak out with a strong voice and in the face of evil declare that we will stand shoulder to shoulder with each other. Well, graffiti is not currently on that list, believe it or not. Her bill would add 31 more crimes to the list, including graffiti, arson, and criminal possession of a weapon, other crimes, first-degree rape, and sex trafficking.
One driver charged in Sunday night's stunt in the Bronx that left two people dead, 23-year-old Enrique Lopez looking at manslaughter, criminally negligent homicide and assault, as well as child endangerment and other charges for what police say was his out-of-control driving as part of a meetup of thrill-seekers. Two other people in his car, including a 15-year-old girl, Sabrina Villagomez-Gonzalez of Nanuet, were both killed when he rammed into a parked truck. Her funeral is today at St. Joseph's Church in Spring Valley. Looks like not too many members of the city council's Black Caucus will be taking Mayor Adams up on his offer for them to ride along with city cops to get a first-hand look at the impact of the How Many Stops Act. That's because his honor has limited the invite to be with officers at one police plaza. And Councilman Chris Banks tells 1010 Wins. I think it's important to send that message that we thank you, Mr. Mayor, for the, for the uh, gesture. But if they can amend the gesture and make these uh, ride-alongs local, we think it'll do, it, it, would, it would be more approved. Well, the mayor has vetoed the How Many Stops Act, which would require NYPD officers to log level one encounters with the public. Sixteen schools around New York State now on a list of those in financial straits. Five on the island. It's not only rare for Long Island, but for the entire state. In New Suffolk, on the North Fork of the island, there is one school, grades K through six, seven students attending. New Suffolk, along with the Amityville School District, made the top of the fiscal stress list from the state comptroller. New Suffolk will vote in March on whether or not to shut down the school and send the students to other districts. As for Amityville, the financial reserves dropped recently because of services needed for students with special needs, because of health insurance for retirees, and because of costs for security at the schools. Three other districts made the list here on Long Island, Roosevelt, Middle Country, and Springs, but on a mild level, statewide 16 districts in total made the fiscal stress list. Sophia Hall, 1010 wins on 92.3 FM on Long Island. Our preliminary reports out on the collision earlier this month between two subway trains on the Upper West Side. The NTSB says the two MTA workers trying to get the vandalized train to a rail yard lost communication with each other. NYC Transit President Richard Davies says taking a train out of service is not uncommon. The brakes were not working, that's why we took it out of service. We're not exactly sure yet, you know, was it a communication uh, issue between those uh, two folks? Radios seem to be working, but we're investigating that. There's no way to tell if the radios were on or off. It was out of service because a passenger pulled the emergency brakes. So how much did the vandalism play a role in the derailment? I mean, that's the reason why the train was out of service to begin with, and ultimately that's the reason why we couldn't get all the brakes to reset. The train was supposed to automatically stop, but because the brakes were cut, they couldn't be activated. Mac Rosenberg, 1010 wins on 92.3 FM in Lower Manhattan. The second annual Queens Tech and Job Fair taking place tomorrow at the Jamaica Performing Arts Center. This is hosted by the office of Queensborough President Donovan Richards and Deputy Borough President Ebony Young tells 1010 wins it is sorely needed. An HRNA report that was commissioned by Google and Tech NYC uh, to assess the state of tech in New York City. And the numbers are damaging. They're highly devastating that brown and black people sit at the very bottom of that report. Yeah, if you want to go, just show up. It's at 153-10 Jamaica Avenue tomorrow between 10 and 2. When the moon hits your eye like a big pizza pie, that's amore. Certainly is. And an eight-year-old from Scarsdale showing his love of pizza and people by doing a twist on a Catholic tradition, Sebastian Lamanarca decided instead of celebrating what is known as name day, he'd spend the day giving out free pizza 
for those in need. The mission, the dream, all I wanted for the name is to make people happy. That's all I wanted. And I made my classmates happy and made other people happy. And he did it with 300 pizzas at the Church of St. Bernard in White Plains. It shows people that you are generous and kind. And not only do you care about yourself and friends, Pizza for a Smile is actually a national campaign started by the nonprofit The People of Hope. You can get more info at pizzaforasmile.org. We have an update this morning on Ricardo the Bull. You remember him. He's the Texas Longhorn who was rescued after bringing New Jersey transit trains to a halt when he dashed onto the tracks at Newark Penn Station after escaping a slaughterhouse. Well, he has been at the Farm Animal Hospital at Cornell University up in Ithaca since Christmas Eve. Mike Stora from Skylands Animal Sanctuary in New Jersey. The initial issue was the infection that had been in there, and they've gotten a hold of that. So I want him to stay there until there's no chance of him catching, you know, getting another infection or anything like that. Well, if you'd like to help with his medical bills, visit skylandssanctuary.org. Thanks for listening to the All Local from 1010 Winds. And for the latest news, traffic, and weather, tune to 1010 Winds, visit 1010winds.com or download the Odyssey app to take us wherever you go. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.